The She Strong Media Podcast is a place created for you. It is created to help equip you in the things of God, to encourage you, and to help you grow in your everyday life with the Lord. And our belief here is that we have all been called to be a light to our world. So today we have our very first guest for the year 2023. Her name's Ivy Kashero, and we love her so much. She's an amazing friend. She's a sister. She's a daughter. She is someone who embodies the love of Jesus Christ. We love how she stands for what she believes in, how she serves God. And we pray that as you listen to this episode, it will bless you enough to inspire a transformation in your life. God bless you guys, and we'll talk more in the episode. guys you are welcome back to another episode of the she strong media podcast uh, if you didn't catch it in the beginning my name is courage and today i'm not alone praise the lord mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm so grateful that i have my friend ivy here with me i might have not mentioned her last week so <laughs> that was like we're having our first guest for the year and i'm super excited that you know she could make our time to be here so ivy you want to say hi <laughs> I've made it. I've oh, made oh it, mommy. God. I've made it. The She's Strong podcast. Yeah, yeah, Minus yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong. Yeah. Uh, you guys check we, Ivy out. We've said, we've said we don't want to be on God's strong list in oh 2020. Oh my God. No, but Ivy's a strong one. She's a strong one. <laughs> so, but I'm so glad that, you know, we could have you here on the podcast today. And um, as we can see from the title of our episode, I'm really excited about this one. It's a topic close to my heart and maybe to a hundred thousand of us also. So I'm really so grateful that we get the opportunity to know talk on this very broad topic, which is it's a very, very broad one. So yeah. but before we get into the topic, we have a tradition on the show. And I always encourage you guys to pause the podcast if you need to. Uh, so we're going to have our five minutes of being grateful. So we take out one or five minutes where we can just point out something in the week or the day or, you know, if you want to look back at 2022, it's all up to you and just like. Tell God, thank you, and just be in a spirit of, you know, I'm grateful, Lord. So, mm-hmm. Ivy, do you have anything maybe you want to share with us that you're grateful to God for? Um, I think I'd say I'm grateful to God for life. Mm. Um, I was reflecting yesterday. I Yesterday I was, um, I've, I've recently um, acquired a new passion, nice. which is cycling. And so I had a minor accident uh, at Al-Qudra yesterday. <laughs> I mean, in Dubai, the desert side. And um, it hit me yesterday that in the night after the incident, I wasn't quite, like, shaken by the situation. Mm -hmm. But when I got home and till now, which I haven't still gotten to go get checked, is my neck and my lower back. But I was thinking about how this could have turned out anyhow. And But then God still preserved my life for whatever reason. Because throughout the night when I was praying, all I could pray for was, mercy for God to have um to have spared my life and mm. to spare my life because I don't think I'm ready to go because I think I'm I'm yet to do a lot for Oh you the got a lot of, of things to do. <laughs> yeah and so it it hit me about the frailness of my life. Mm. Um and I it it really took me to a place of surrender and gratitude yeah. on on how maybe I've taken for granted that you know, I, I can actually breathe. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's, that's, that's what I'm grateful for. It's really something. And, you know, everything is, how should I say, 
it's always timely sometimes. Yeah. And everything does happen for a reason, you yeah. know. Maybe yeah. for you, like, um, it's it's just another way for us to like sit back and just be like, God, thank you for preservation for, you know, keeping us. You know, sometimes we need those reminders. I'm not saying it happened for that, but then. You know, God is faithful, and just for mm. us looking back and just saying, "Lord, thank you for preserving us and holding us together." You know, mm. it's very, very mm. important. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, talking about our topic today, um, we're talking about friendships, um, connecting, and just like grieving properly, mm-hmm. and also, you know, this thing about relationship because you know every connection you make or every the people around you, all of those, they're mm. all relationships. Yeah, with your family, your mom, your dad, your spouse, whatever it is. The, um, your best friend those are all relationships so we're going to be talking about that today and um, I'd just like to ask Ivy this question uh, but before we get into it I'm going to read um, our three scriptures of today uh, love one another with mutual affection outdo one another in showing honor and Proverbs twenty-seven ten said do not forsake your friend or a friend of your family and do not go to your house when disaster strikes you better a neighbor nearby than a relative far away mm. amen amen um ecclesiastes 4 10 this is an amplified mm. for if they fall one will lift up his fellow but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has an- not another to lift him up mm. i love amplified yeah <laughs> amplified has usually a way of amplifying, amplifying everything <laughs> so let me just quickly read from ESB. Uh, for us, we need to decode the amplification. <laughs> it says, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Yeah. So I really took that version because of the pity part. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah it, it does hit in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But for you, when you heard the scripture, what, what actually just popped into your mind? I thought of love, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and reason being is, I think, at the core of um, all these friendships and relationships and the genuineness of them is love. Mm-hmm. And if you think about even the scriptures that we've read, uh, there's some of the characteristics are actually the definition of what the Bible uh, considers yeah. love is long-suffering, love is patient, love is kind, lo- love covers a multitude of sin. Yeah, Love is, and just thinking about all of those things is what I thought about because the kind of friendships I've experienced um, have shown me that kind, kind of, of love, love. Um, and it's usually it's very it's very it's, they've been very um, undeserving mm. uh, because I was I I don't think I was entitled to those people uh, extending themselves in the way yeah. that they've, they've done to me and. Um, and I, I probably didn't expect that of strangers. There, I think the the reality of friendship where you expect, yeah, well, you expect that people are good people, so you would expect the best out of people, but you expect nothing from people, like meaning in return of mm-hmm. what they get to do to you. And so, experiencing that in 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 friendships, and and just reading even the scripture and the yeah. title just made me think about. Um, love and how I've experienced it. Yeah, and how it goes a long way. That's why I especially love. Uh, the ones we picked out, like, like friendship is that one that doesn't think, think too much most of mm-hmm. the time. Like, mm-hmm. they will just reach out to you, go in the long way, especially yeah. when you guys are, you know, going towards the same direction. Yeah. So, um, that, and that was just a quick, 
nice way for us to get into what does friendship mean to you? Or what does relationships, or what does the word friendship mean to you? Uh, um, I think my journey towards this has actually evolved. Uh, When I was, when I was back home, Mm -hmm. I was popular. (laughs) Famous sounds like, I do, I can see popular to be (laughs) honest. (laughs) Um, like, there's a difference between a lot of people knew me, mm-hmm. uh, probably not my name or by just by face and by, you know, acquaintance perspective. But when I came here, I got to realize that the reality of who I, who I considered friends mm-hmm. was, was flawed because when it came to the whole aspect of things, I was left alone. Yeah. And here's where I did a discovery of why did I have the kind of relationships that I had? And you then get to realize out of the things you do or things people get from you, then you don't have mm. friendships uh, out of mind, out of sight. And here is where then I got to experience, like when I came here, my cousins who, you know, we'd been distant, we were close when we were young. And then when I came here, yeah. we got close. They really got to show me now a level of love that I yeah. never really experienced. And they really went out of their way. And in that season, I then also met the lady who I lived with as a housemate. And she, they, their level of friendship to me uh, made me realize that I'm more concerned about friendships that are after my soul. Yeah. Than, um, and care for my soul than care for the outward things. Because, you know, caring for someone's soul means you'll care for the outward yeah. things. And so... I experienced love in, in the sense that, you know, the lady who I ended up living with for the last, for about five years here, our friendship was so deep that mm. till now that I live here alone, yeah. in the days where I have weird nights or I'm in a different country and I'm going through something, yeah, we connected so deep because we prayed together. Amazing. We shared a lot of intimate stuff. She was, she is still my covering. Um, and one of the few things I, I even said when I was moving out mm. uh, from staying with her, I told her, um, I hope that, you know, because I feared out of mind, out of sight. And I said, I hope that you won't stop praying for me mm. because I'm no longer yeah. in, in the house. And, you know, I've, it's been a few, it's been a few years now, maybe three years, and we've not lived together. And she still prays for me. Amazing. And that's that's the thing. Not all of us come from homes where our yeah, parents pray for us. for us. Yeah. And so just having that value. And it takes someone loving and truly caring for you mm-hmm. to be there on their knees for you. Amazing. Um, and to pray for things that concern you. You. And they don't benefit from those things. They're not asking for anything. It's just for me. And it's because of pure, authentic love. And that's, I mean, I think that aspect of things is what has like really reshaped how I look at friendship. And I I do know that I have other friendships that, you know, have come to care for me and my well-being in very many aspects. But primarily being that having those, the, the aspect of friends that, care about my state of mind. So mm. A friend of mine just, uh, what do I, for yeah. started sent me fruits and just because, um, you know, because of the incident that happened and the note on the card just, you know, made me, she said nothing extraordinary. Yeah. But 
it was extraordinary because it was. it was it was from the person and i'm i'm grateful um for that people who she cared that the sport is something i'm interested yeah. in and she cared that you know i had hope that i would go back to cycling you mm-hmm. know as soon as possible but also that in case i needed anything i'd reach out and also because she would do that and i know she's going through her own stuff yeah that um that that means a lot to me and sometimes i say maybe might not be able to show back mm-hmm. in the way that they expected but one thing i hope is that sense of love yeah that they would know that i appreciate it in the way that i um in and i express myself to them yeah. sometimes i i just say i hope you never forget that's amazing that, yeah. so um i think your story just goes across like it's not only family God will position you in the right place and bring mm. the right people into your life mm. that will show you like his genuine love. Mm. And to be honest, like some of the most amazing people in my life have have not necessarily been a part of my family. Mm. Some of the people that have taught me some of the things I know, yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. necessarily a part of my family. God will just and I think that's um sometimes that's the beauty of the his his body yes because we are all in a way still brothers and sisters anyway yeah. so and, and the value of community yeah exactly community is so important trust me i didn't know this <laughs> like sometimes i feel like i was growing but not really growing like you know it yeah. took me a while to understand community to understand that you cannot you cannot carry everything by yourself yeah yeah especially i think it takes um adulting yeah. to kind of experience it because yeah. you're no longer uh, under the shadow of your parents cuz as a kid you're shielded yeah. by your parents in such a way that um the things that are heavy community looks like mom and dad mm. and then when now you know life hits you some of the experiences that you're going through mom and dad wouldn't get like first of all nobody's going to be telling their parents about some experience because yeah. it's between for African parents, it's between a scolding <laughs> and uh, and a beating. You know, there was this time I used to meet, I used to tell myself, I'd be like, just calm down and listen to me first. Like, let me just let me talk, talk. for you. You yell. I mean, <laughs> you know, I used um one. I, I used to go to school and I used to wear headphones a lot when I was in uni, and so I'd I'd come home one time. I told my mom, ah, I was crossing the road. You know what? This guy came. You know, I almost got hit. That day I wasn't on headphones. Okay. <laughs> But me telling this story, my mom jumped straight into the fact headphones. that I'm usually wearing headphones. You see, this is why I keep telling you not to wear headphones. You oh know? My God. You see, now, what if you would have been knocked? I'm like, wait. The story had nothing to do with headphones. <laughs> but, you know, what to do? What to do? <laughs> I think that's the beauty, too, of African, African parents and, you know, growing up as an African kid. Ah, man. No one gets it. People ah. don't get it. Like, so, they're like, I don't, they, I, ah. I, I really, I think maybe now as grown-ups, I don't think our parents were like a safe home. No. <laughs> like the place no where you can go and be yourself. No. no, you have to be as mom and dad once. What do you mean be yourself? You know, and I just feel like it's it's as the world is evolving and um they've just gotten to chill a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Let me tell you, even now with even if you got kids now, there's certain the thing your kids can't tell you. Like you'll be like, ah, how dare you? How Why dare would you? you? How could you? 
As a child of God, yes, the African parents, yes, the African parents. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to talk about this thing, you know. I watched this, um, this kid on Instagram, yeah. I think you know this pastor, Pastor Suleiman. I, okay. I think all Africans know him, right? Pastor now. Suleiman, yeah, the one in I think he has one of these churches in Nigeria, Suleiman or Selman, Selman. Oh, okay. The names okay. are the same. Yeah, because there is another guy called that. Suleiman, but but yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I've not listened, but I'm Manavid. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I, I know the Suleiman more than the Selman, but because yeah. his videos are quite viral, so I yeah. got to you. You catch it from this, yeah. yeah, somewhere you're going to watch it. So he actually had this little one where he was like, um, you should categorize your friend. That's Joshua Selman. Joshua, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So he was like, you should categorize your friends. Um, know who is the one you want to have a financial conversation with. Yes. The one you want to go to for like lay, lay kind of gist. Yes, just gonna gist yes, yes. The one that maybe you talk about school, you talk about work, mm-hmm. you talk about relationships, your family, kids. Like mm. you should categorize your friends so you don't like, he, he said, so you don't... Um, have expectations of people. Yeah, that... and you don't spread some people more. Like, so for me, like when I watched that video, I was just like, I should have really done this a long time ago. And yeah. maybe like talk about it more. It's, it's so funny because also TD Jakes explained this before, oh, but wow. he explained it more in, in the context of seasonal mm. friendships. Yeah. And he will, and, and it just goes to say that because even if, even if you look at it in terms of seasons, mm-hmm. um, there are friendships that were good when you were job hunting. I go. And there are friendships Someone had that, to say this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are friendships that were good when you were in uni. In uni. Um, your primary school friends. Those friendships those are ones different. Those are even gone. Yeah. So if you make it, a few, few friendships make it through many seasons. Yeah. Um, and, and it's understanding that that helps you be very gracious to appreciating friendships while they last yeah, and true. honoring them in that way. So it's, um, and, and also allowing yourself to let things go when a, a season is done. Is done. Yeah. So if, 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 if you're basing it off like financial or whatever, if this relationship is based off us running a business or doing something, mm-hmm. clearly when our business deal it's is done. done, I don't expect you to be coming for my, kids babies but my yeah. kids birthday or something because maybe we don't connect on yeah. that level and even while you guys were maybe let's we're using the example even while you guys were doing the business and everything maybe you wouldn't still come for my child yeah birthday, exactly because know. that's that's not the level to which we connect we connect and if we do you know um well that's a blessing yeah but um it's not um, you get to ensure that you don't set expectations on people that yeah. are beyond what they're willing to offer. Yeah. And there is also something that I've gotten to learn lately is, you know, while we we go through this, you know, phases of trying to understand what season, what friendship and everything is because sometimes we are trying to make the friend be us in the friendship. Mm. Like mm. don't try to make that person be you to you. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. every every friend comes with their own unique you know, yeah. stuff, dynamics, how far they can go, what they what can do. Really, yeah, what... Because also, it's on the basis that um, I, one of, I was having a, fr- a conversation with a friend of mine a while back who was really, we've really gotten close now. Um, and she was asking me, you know, like, why do I, I don't consider her like a really close friend. And I was like, uh, I said, yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, and wow. I said, because our friendship hasn't been tested. 
and tested, I wasn't saying that we must go through like a major life challenge, you know, you know. tribulations. <laughs> but I was saying our friendship is purely on the basis that things are okay. Mm. Because I don't know whether, um, if you ever read the news and heard that I've done something, where you'll stand. Yeah. If you're going to just, you'll be my, like, my... ah, so all this, because there are those friends who will be like, ah, this one and the way she's I been knew, pretending, uh... <laughs> you know. And then there's that one who's like, no, that can't be Ivy, you know. You know, this is something that it's it's really really key for yeah. me. Like you mentioning this is something that I put on the top of my list, to be honest. And you know, until I got to a place where I actually experienced it, it wasn't the top of my list because I would like friends where even if they tell you I killed someone, you're like, no, yeah, not her. She didn't do that. Uh, she can't have. But the reality is, you have to. Um, so there's a book around friendship and I've mm. forgotten because I wish I'd taken a screenshot. It's one of the books I'm yet to read um, because I'm really passionate about the subject, yeah. if you figured. But, um, oh, I and did. he was explaining how to even get to the, to the level of close friends. Mm. It's actually Debbie who was recommending the book. Um, the close friends, the, those who get you, get you like that, in your life might be two or three. Two or three. And that's the reality of it. So when I meet people and they disappoint me, I'm usually disappointed because they presented as though they wa- they wanted to be that. Mm. Th- that's my disappointment. It's not because they aren't that. Yeah. It's just that they presented that that's what they were going to be they, and they were aiming for. And they, they are, the, the reality is if you, you, I could be your best friend, mm. but you're not mine. Mm. I don't know if that makes that's, sense. That's, yeah, so the, it's because in, in what your standard and criteria for what close looks like, yeah. maybe I, I, I take that for you. But for you, when it comes it's to not. your needs, I'm, I'm not it because I probably don't give what you need. Yeah. And that's the reason why I, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a very, you cannot really, I don't think you can really say that, um, the the level of friendship is primarily dependent on how much you're giving to somebody else yeah. because even with that my match might be very little for you yeah and and being able to just appreciate that what you give you give your best yeah. to whatever level of friendship um and i've also come to appreciate the fact that genuinely all relationships are conditional yeah and guys need to really appreciate that i know people talk about unconditional love but all relationships are conditional on the basis that whatever the value of our relationship is, it doesn't need to be monetary. Because every yeah. time people hear value, they think they money. money. <laughs> but um, in terms of, is this relationship feeding mind, body, soul yeah. um, to you and, um, and vice versa? Yeah. And that's why the easiest of friendships to build are those ones where you've got similar goals and similar values. Yeah. Uh, because then we just connect at that level at by that default. Level. Yeah. But then, yeah, so that's, that's, for me, that's my rationale. And you know, when you, when you mentioned the whole, sometimes you, I can fit your best you know, friend criteria and then, yeah. but it's not the same way. Um, there's just something I would like to say about yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like people should know that it's okay to so be like that. It's yeah. okay to yeah. be like that because, uh, I think. Sometimes we're trying to, we're fighting ourselves, trying to be that person to this person because this person sees us that way. And it's just, it actually, it drains you. Mm. And it leaves you in a place of, you ask yourself a lot of questions. You're even going to wonder why. 
yeah. at some particular point. So I think it's okay for us to tell people that it's okay. Yeah. And it's it's very valid for you to sit down with yourself and know what you're looking for in relationships and mm. or friendships. Mm-mm. And there is something we have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice. Like to, if you feel like this is not serving you, yeah, you have a choice to say, you know what? It's okay. We have a gift of choice. And it's not like you should fight with someone or get angry or whatnot, whatnot. No. Like do it like a responsible person. Like if you feel like this this friendship mm. because I, I I wanna also mention the friendship part because relationships like maybe the everybody has got the rules yeah. kinda <laughs> and when it's like a male and a female in a relationship like we We get it. Yeah, we we get that part. But with some things like friendships it it it's okay for you to pick your friends. Know who you wanna keep who you want in your life, who you wanna even make friends with. We pick jobs, man. Yeah, we, we pick, pick everything. <laughs> We're supposed to pick up. See, let me tell you the thing about life is I feel like the kind of friends Mm -hmm. you you choose, um, friends, jobs, places you live, create the perspective of kind the kind of life you you want to live. Thank you. So we can make it as if like we are sort of forced and handed down. Yeah, and you have to to connect with it because you're there. I um see. There are people who, like, there are times I'd go somewhere and I'd meet people and mm-hmm. we'd hang out. And I'm like, this guy is great for conversations. And I'm probably never going to see them again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, should I get your number? We should connect. I'm like, nah, fam. <laughs> um, no. Because I, I don't think so. And I'm like, yeah. I'm sure we wouldn't connect because this conversation was great for now, but mm-hmm. it was exhausting to my soul. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I want to have mm-hmm. this conversation again because it's not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I, uh, within the same breath, it also then trickles down to how I don't think friendships, the same way we choose, I don't think friendships also constantly like need closure. You know, like, because yeah. people are usually of their opinion that, okay, so if you don't, like the same way, like if you don't want a relationship, you mm-hmm. sit down with someone and tell them, you know what, we are yeah, over. over. <laughs> I don't think friendships need that. Um, I've, I've, I'm of the opinion. Yeah. That when people evolve, circumstances will just evolve, oh. and there's n- there's no need for closure because the circumstances will play themselves out. So I would like for us to see that in both ways. Yeah, uh, like what you said, um, when people evolve naturally, some people will fall off. Like it will be easy, mm. and then there's also something that I got to learn. Like there are maybe a few, two or three people that. Maybe deserve a sit down, even in friendships. I, 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 I to be honest, mm-hmm. most of, um, primarily one of the friendships I have grieved, mm-hmm. uh, because I lost, yeah, um, have been because of people I really love. It's difficult. It's, it's very, it's, it's not a conversation you can have because it's a hard one. It, it can't be hard because it'll be like, um, it'll sound very condescending mm. because what I'll, it'll sound something like they're now different people, <laughs> they're living different lives. Well, that's already clear, and they can yeah. see that. But the, my, my my the friendships I've grieved are uh, primarily those I've had in my younger days, mm. those we made dreams and had goals with together. Yeah. And throughout the journey, um, I wanted to make sure that as, as, along the way I celebrate my journey yeah. with them, and so I would share. Um, you know, what I'm doing so that mm. they can do as well. Find something similar. Those who have been able to lift, try and see if I can lift them. But I've realized some friends just don't want. Yeah. And, and you cannot really like carry them along. Some, yeah, like, like they're comfortable. Said, yeah. yeah, so they're comfortable. So what I've come to do is 
um, you push, you push, and you fight for that relationship as much as possible. I, I, I'll give a good example. Um, you know, if I look at, like, when I first came to Dubai and I look at where I'm at now, like, uh, the friendships I had then, you know, I was like, you know, I'm still trying to figure this tech career. Mm. This is what I want to do. I'm doing the certifications. And as I was doing it, I was telling my friends, like, mm. you know, you, we need to do this because if yeah. you do this, it's on demand. And they would say, oh, you know, I don't want to do this. It's not my priority. They would lose jobs and then ask for help. And I'm thinking, I would help if, you know, yeah. you know, because now in the space that you're in, I don't know how to position you mm. because this is what I told you is currently on demand. And then it gets to the point where now the places I want to go, I cannot go because if I want to go with you, yeah. then it's completely expensive. And once in a while, I'll be like, you know, sure thing, let's do this yeah. at your place. But then I'm like, if it means I have to lower myself mm. off the hard work that I've put for the kind of life I want to live just to accommodate this friendship. That would mean I need to see you in seasons because yeah. this is not something I want to do every day. Every day. You know? And it becomes exhausting for you. Yeah. Like it's not only physically, mentally exhausting because it's like you're two different people. Yes. It's and then emotionally and financially, now what happens is um, it feels like it's a friendship, but I, it's like to keep this friend, mm -hmm. I need to spend money. Yeah. Because that means if I want her to come where I, or him to come where I'm going, I have to say, you know what, babes, you just come. I'm going to mm -hmm. pay. Or let's go here. I'm going to pay. And it feels really sad because then you realize if you're in pain, this relationship is not nah, going to leave. Yeah. And the reality of it is now where I'm saying, I don't need to sit down with mm -hmm. you to tell you that. If you realize the day you stop calling, the day you stop making plans, and the day you stop giving, yeah, that not. relationship would be over mm -hmm. because you've left them. It's easier for them to come to you than mm -hmm. it is for you to go back. Yeah. That's true. And unfortunately, society makes it seem like, oh, and oh, you be now you feel like you're better than they, us. They make it look like you are the you are the bad, bad, yeah, bad you know. Yes, yes, it, yes. Like it's it's a matter of the mind. That's what I've gotten to realize. Yeah. Like it's a matter of the mind and what is evolving and everything. And there's also something I've gotten to know. Not everything needs closure. Like yeah. you can move on without closure. Like just move. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I was sharing with one of my friends the other day when someone was studying me because I went through this season where I didn't really want to, like, some people that I had had in my life, I got to a point where I didn't want to talk to them, I didn't want to see them. Like, if you mention their name, my whole day changes. Mm. So I got to realize that this is an issue. If it's yeah. going on, it means something is happening. Because yeah. I was, like you, like we were talking, like, it's like I was two different people. people. I'm yeah. here, I'm this way, but when I meet with them, I have to be someone else. I was like, this is not helping me mentally. mentally. And I was also going through so much, I was like, okay, I want to take a step back Yeah. think or walk through whatever is going on. And in the midst of all of that, like some people just fell off. Even before that time, people yeah. just fell off and yeah. everything. Yeah. And I realized it was because I was changing. Yeah. But then somehow some people couldn't like accept that, okay, we can, we can all change. Like we should all just stay the same. Like, and, and let me tell you something. It's, and to be honest, it is not a bad thing, mm -hmm. but in the same breath, as much as, you know, I'm okay to, uh, we would say that, you know, um, we've evolved and these people haven't. And mm -hmm. so we're going to leave these people behind. Um, something I, I struggled with a lot last year and I've struggled with maybe for the last two years, but last year was where I was getting the reflection mm -hmm. of it is that 
I don't, it's not joyful. It's, um, it takes you through a season of, of grief when you know that, you know what? I wanted to spend my, my success, my joy with With courage. Mm -hmm. And I can see, I, I know courage can come, but I can see courage doesn't want to come. And, and I have to tell myself that I'm okay, mm-hmm. that courage doesn't want to come. Yeah. And so it's those conversations where once in a while you check up on them and then you'd realize the more you talk, you, the more you realize you are far gone. Yeah. It's like and, you're two separate people. Yeah. And, and that for me is what I think breaks me more because you're still hopeful about mm-hmm. who you think they can become. Because you have become, mm-hmm. and you, and 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 the reality is, we all have different journeys, and 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 maybe maybe they won't become. Yeah. And so you just tell yourself at this point, maybe, and that's the reason why is it the closure isn't them giving you the closure, it's me telling myself yeah. that you know what, you've done your best for this friendship and you fought for it mm. at the level that you could. It's okay to let it go. Yeah. Yeah, and so you stop fighting and you stop stressing. And I've realized when you let things go, the things that you need come in line. They come easily. Yeah, and so if this relationship is ever to circle back, it'll circle back. Um, yeah, like something I realized, it's going to be really hard to come back. Yeah. Like, because um, there are some that just naturally fade away. Yeah. You don't, like, there is nothing that connects you guys anymore. and. It's not like only you change. To be honest, they are also changing. And you guys are just changing in different ways. That yeah. doesn't like align in the same place anymore. It doesn't yeah. serve the both of you purpose anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like um so this is a very broad topic. <laughs> yeah, but also it's I I think and so I think those are for friendships. Those friendships that cause that kind of mm-hmm. grief is friendships that were very holistic. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easy to let go of friendships that this was a business-related friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let's say we, we meet in church and we, our primary connection is the church. Man, when I switch churches, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's been good friendship <laughs> Dubai. And I, I, I would easily accept it because I would understand that if it wasn't for this scenario, yeah. we wouldn't meet. Your friends at work are not your friends. Yeah. But you probably spend most of your weekend sometime hanging out one of the days of the weekend. Because it's not a struggle to make plans. Because you see each other. It's yeah. a matter of, oh, you're free tomorrow. You're free. And you do something. Let's do it. Yeah. But then when you switch jobs, uh, you don't necessarily expect any of these guys to the call you. The people I used to work with last year. Because I quit my job last year and, you know, everything. I have, we've been trying to meet, but then it doesn't work. Because, you know, like you just yeah. said, you will not meet them again. And even with the whole church scenario, I think what you're saying is very important. Like, most of those holistic ones are the ones that are, you know, maybe someone you used to pray with or something. Yes. Like, for me, that was what I experienced. Like, it was very hard for me to let some people go because these are people I've prayed with. Mm. And I never, like, saw my future without, without them. them. Then yeah. I got to a point where the future was just empty. Like, you whoop, know, I, I was, got friend dumped. I mean, I was just like... <laughs> I couldn't see them in it, yeah. and I don't know about them. I think maybe they couldn't also see me in it because we were all going like in different directions. And the sad bit is, maybe it was just you. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But I grieved for a very long time. Mm. The time I even took to myself, and I was like, okay, 
let me understand this because I was like trying to like uh understand what was going on and just maybe try to find a way to fit them in mm. again, you know, because I really didn't want to lose them. But then at some point I read, I got to a wall. Like God was telling me, I'm I'm trying to get you out of here. What are you doing? Yeah. Like for me, that was like the realization I got. Mm. God was like telling me, this is not a place I want for you anymore. Yeah. If you finally let go and just let it be, mm. I will bring you like where to the you place. Were, to the place. And even bring the people that maybe are for this season now. Mm. So and yeah. it did happen. So yeah. it's sometimes letting go, like you said. And not even needing closure sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. it doesn't closure. Uh, generally, I, 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 first of all, I don't believe in expecting people to give me closure. I don't necessarily expect having conversations. Just generally, yeah, closure for me has always been closure with myself. I, I, I talk myself into, um, what the peace and the 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 acceptance that I need to come with, that's mm-hmm. me closing. Yeah. Now, if I ever get an opportunity where we get to sit and realize, yo, man, maybe I closed off with a misunderstanding. That's mm-hmm. not how things were. Well, that's great to know. But it doesn't change the stand that I took then. Yeah. Because I was very, I rationalized. I'm not a very irrational person. I'd like to believe because I sit in through issues for too long. Mm which hasn't really been a good thing. <laughs> uh, but because the ripple effect is I then carry a lot, have to do a lot of healing after. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah. And, and now I'm realizing that it's easier to pick stuff from the beginning. But yeah. the the before I leave, like I really rationalize to the extent that so that when I leave, I am comfortable and confident in the decision that I made that I actually looked at all possible options of yeah. the situation and I met the, made the decision out of the best possible um, scenarios. There are friendships where I have, um, you have know, just come to terms with, you know what, these people just don't see me yeah. like this and I'm okay because maybe the way I present myself to them, this is it. Because yeah. it's not always their fault because I'm also part of their yeah. friendship. So yeah. I'm like, Maybe I'm also not their ride or die. Maybe. And there are friends who I tell, see, in our friendship, I'm not the babe who, if you were to take a bullet, I'll take a bullet. Now, if you need money for an emergency, yeah. I might come through bullets. No. That we're not doing. I love the honesty. Yeah. Um, and I and most, and I try and say, like, I, I honestly don't like my friends having false expectations of yeah. what our friendship is like. And... Sometimes I say things and they might not sound like I'm trying to, but I'm like, because I like the honesty from my own point of view. And maybe I say it and maybe based off how our love is communicated to them, yeah. it's not that way. I'm not mean, but <laughs> no, yeah, she's not. Guys. <laughs> I don't think I deliver it like that, but there are times I probably would say stuff and it wouldn't come accurately as what I'm trying to say. Mm. But what I'm usually just trying to say is I want you to know that if you, if you're given one phone call, at a, at a time of problem, yeah, I want you to have an idea whether I'm that person to call. to call. And maybe sometimes I'm saying I'm not that person, but maybe I could be mm-hmm. because I don't know my my you know how 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 extended my empathy levels yeah. go. But I'm usually just saying that from a rational perspective. You know, and I think it's good 
for us to like take our time to know who we are mm. because then you can know how far you can go where you can end yeah and like it's so important in this evolving thing and Ugh. growing and you know adulting yeah. thing yeah. and whatever we're doing because yeah. that's how you relate to other people when you know who you are yeah. you can be able to like pass across the right kind of message, message. So they, they understand you also so it's very yeah. important for us to, like like figure out who you are what yeah. you want what yeah. you're looking for you know the reality is so it's it's sad that even that doesn't mm. help <laughs> knowing your time. yeah so it doesn't help meaning um you being self aware mm-hmm. and the other person not being, being doesn't help sometimes you get tired of like explaining, explaining yourself because genuinely they it's a, it's a reality that they just won't get it and and the problem with that is um everybody's human a human desire we all have is to be understood. Mm. Um, one of the my biggest fears is one of my biggest discomforts, not fears. One of my biggest discomforts is being misunderstood. Mm. So even if you listen to like how I usually try and put across points or my thought process, yeah. I usually over contextualize just because I want to make sure I give you enough information yeah, to think right. Yeah. Or... But even then, people still misunderstand. You do. But you see, the thing is, what, with that, I have the peace of mind that this has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, you yeah. know, uh, school myself into realizing, see, whether they get it or they don't, mm-hmm. who I am and who God has called me to be and how who, how I see myself yeah. is already defined. Yeah. Now, this added perspective is good to have, <laughs> but it's not a must-have. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's why having those who see you as, as you truly you. are, mm-hmm. one or two voices is enough. Is enough. Like the whole, you don't need the whole crowd or like three is a crowd. Yeah. Two is okay. Yeah. And you know, uh, when you were talking about, oh, what did you talk about again? I've talked about many things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. This is just me getting lost in my <laughs> You know, when you're talking, my spirit is just telling me, yes, yes, yes. She's yes. saying the right thing, I mean. <laughs> and then you're like, let's recap that. What did Let you say again? <laughs> this happens to me a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so, but then, um, do you have like any secret or tips? Do we really need tips at this point? Uh, no. But like like no, no. tips or anything that yeah. you think um, can help with keeping close and healthy friendships. Mm. I, I, I try to put healthy in there. Yeah. Because I've, for me, like I think for the past couple of years, I've been learning that there's a healthier side to yeah, you know, friendships to and friendships. relationships. Yeah. yeah, because I used to be one of those people who would just be like, "Oh, I'm a Christian. Let everyone in. Be nice to everyone. Give, 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 and give, just give. Go all out. I yeah. will be the one where even if we're not close, you call me in the middle of the night. I will come. Yeah. And you know, we live in a society where, um, unfortunately, mm. givers at- attract takers. I mean, uh, and so that means the probability of you know the kind of people you really interact with are people who are always willing to take because you're always willing to yeah. give. And sometimes they don't even know that they're doing that. No. Yeah. So um, and and that's why it's difficult for them to have gratitude, mm-hmm. um, and take it for granted, for the lack of a better word. But I I would say, what I've learned is I I try be true to myself, like mm-hmm. and true to, um the people who I consider uh, friends or people I'm trying to connect with. Mm -hmm. Life is easier when 
we are honest and transparent yeah and uh, allowing others to depending on see because as much as we are building boundaries connect with people to the level to which you are intending to connect yeah. with them so if i my most intimate friendships for example um they don't they're not daily phone calls although you know i call my cousin every day four times a day like nice. honestly we talk a lot around everything um and the reason is because we bounce off a lot of ideas like yeah. if she go, says something she'll be like is this did i sound ridiculous <laughs> um and i'll be like yeah that that, that no yeah, no but that's really cool. yeah but uh, i think my biggest tip is be true to be the kind of friend you want people to be to you yeah. um so that you don't expect um my slogan in life is usually raise the standard by being the standard don't ask for things you're not willing to give mm-hmm. um just be the kind of person you want other people to be and then life would you know ripple yeah. effect offer you those kind of people and unfortunately as i've said you might not necessarily always attract that yeah. but you'll have the peace of mind that you you are you are coming from a pure place and it's okay to stop i a very recent uh, advice i got from um my dad was said one of the things he had to learn in life is that he because he's such a giver is that um people will always stay yeah but he'll never change from being a person who gives because he said there is one person who is supposed to benefit from my giving so if i stop because of yeah. these other people who are coming to misuse my giving this Just person that. will miss his blessing yeah and so he said he he has a peace of mind and he walks around knowing there are people who will come to take advantage of him mm. but you see the thing is now after listening to him my advantage was apply wisdom yeah apply wisdom yeah just apply wisdom yeah i mm. think i think the most part is we forget the wisdom yeah and um sometimes it's not necessarily all our fault you know mm. sometimes not all our fault and sometimes it is our fault because then you don't know how to like for someone like me i didn't know how to like turn the wheels and maybe like just change mm. and then like your dad said you cannot allow what everyone else does to now stop you from blessing that one person or being yeah, kind to one, one person. person. Yeah. So I, I think this whole thing, he, he must have experienced something before getting there. Oh, so man, all, it's like, been, yes. Yeah. So he's, he's, I mean, he's in his what? He's almost in his 60s. Yeah, so he must um, have gone yeah. through seasons and times and relationships where he got to be like, okay, I've learned this from here. I can do this here. Mm. Like, like, for me, that, that's just been it. Like, also learning from those past things and then just being like, okay, now we can do better. Because there was a time for me, I was just like, I'm not going to be nice to anyone anymore. So I'm just going to... Yeah. Or be... oh, like, I'm going to cut off everybody yeah, and, and just... I don't want friends, all these people. There's a lot of negativity. Like, I was yeah. like, I'm not going to be... And I, I used to have this friend and she always tell me, she was like, you think you can change? You cannot change. Just be yourself. And for like, I spent months, half of 2020, I think the first six months of 2020, I was trying to just like, Isolate. A, yeah, isolate. Just be in a closed space, not show up for anyone, not doing because I was just in a place. Where I was just tired. Like, I, like I was drained. Mm. So I was like, where do I get the energy again from? Like, you wanna be nice, yeah. but then I got to that place where I just wanted to rest. Yeah. So, but um, I got to understand from talking to a caregiver. You know, I yeah. did the whole compass thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. So like, it's like, don't don't cut off that part of you because of other people, people. Or because of what you might have experienced 
is who you were made to be. Mm. Whatever you are, just keep giving it. Yes. It's your, that part of you is a yeah. blessing that God wants in the world. And you never know what it's doing. But yeah. she, she also told me, like, but never now not take care of yourself. Yeah. Not, you, yeah. You need a balance of places balance. of... That's the thing with... Uh, you need to categorize, right? Yeah. Um, I, I have friends who I know feed me. Yeah. So my close friends. And then I know relationships that are out to take. So mm. when I meet this, when I'm in the circle of those friendships, I know I've come to give. Mm. So, and I don't expect them to give because, <laughs> because I'm that relationship for me, I'm the giver and I know I am the giver. Mm. The thing maybe I get as value is maybe knowledge and perspective. Yeah. Um, and the thing is now with those friendships, I kind of have to like schedule myself because I can't show up there empty. Yeah. So I have to always make sure like I'm very full to take in because those friendships come to take out. Mm. Emotionally, people who want to share, they find me a safe space, yeah. people who know I can pray for them. And then when I leave there, I'm like, what was that? You know? You know, uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm still in the process of like understanding this part, but I think somehow I've gotten that part now. Yeah. Those people who just, like, they just talk and pour at everything. Someone will call you and be on the phone for like 30 minutes mm. and you keep saying, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so, like, there's a question. Like, when I used to talk to my mom, I'd be like, doesn't the person even think about the other person on the other side of the phone? Yeah. And, like, if you've been doing that for five to six years to someone, you should sit down and think about it from mm. time to time. Like, be, like, what are they going through? Like, I used to be like that, by the way. Wow. I used to be that person. Who, and you do the calling or you sit I, quiet? I do the calling. Oh, I, I was Okay, so I never used to do the calling. I used to do the in-person. So I oh, uh, nice. had a friend who, um, when I first came to Dubai, so we were close since uni. We, we met in 2011. And in 2014, when I came, mm-hmm. I first went back home in, uh, uh, in 2016, now after I gave my life to Christ. And in April, that time, we sat. And I was just asking her questions. And she was talking. And she was talking. Then after, she just said, you've changed. And I said, what do you mean? And I, of course, I was thinking about, you know, yeah. born again. Come oh, my on. God. And then she said, you know, you never, like, used to sit down and, like, listen, listen. like this. Wow. And let me tell you, that really broke me. I was like, so you've been my friend all these years? And I all it was like, I used to, like, I'm, I always had one story or the other. So ne- <laughs> not necessarily I was always, like, bent. Yeah. But I always had like one random issue. We would talk about her issues, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just that I wasn't quite sensitive to her reality, mm. uh, if I may. Maybe I would have 80% of the threshold and then I give her 20. Yeah. And so when she said that, I was like, I had never thought that that's how I was. Because mm. I always thought like, you know, it's two way. And it's now that once in a while, like when I'd call, I know. Like I'd tell someone, they, me, I've, I'm ranting on this call, so mm-hmm. just FYI. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I think, you know, as you said, it's, um, I don't want to put it all on the person who is, you know, talking and venting. Yeah. Sometimes people just need someone to listen to, yeah. to them. Yeah. So I think, like, for your end, as you explained, like, it's, so, it's a it's self-awareness kind of thing. Yeah. So it, and it's also good for you now to strike a balance. Yeah. But it also, like, this thing is very complicated. It depends on the other person on the, the person on the other side also. Yeah. There is someone, maybe you're going to ask them, how are you five? 
four five times and then they have nothing to say yeah they're man. just like it's okay and it's okay me it's you okay. don't need to ask me how yeah. i'm doing i'm going straight to my problems <laughs> what i'm not okay you see so there's no maybe you you're easy to like and unpack and, yeah, yeah and then the other person needs a little bit more time like yeah. you know yeah. you i think um the two sides need to like understand where it's coming from yeah. and then maybe the other person needs a little bit of pulling give the person time and to, you know yeah. pull them and whatnot so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically i just have these few questions left now <laughs> before we round up um for you what do you think are some of the qualities of a great um i think someone who we have some similar values mm. like um that. similar values values and i'm not not saying we're the same we have similar values, values. every time people will like also oh, you're saying they have to be christian or <laughs> no, no no i'm saying we have similar values in terms yeah. of ambition kindness um, because i feel like that's where the connection starts from yeah. yeah and it also then stems from counsel would come from a place of someone who sees things from a perspective that you might not see it the same mm-hmm. but the value system around it is the same mm-hmm. right um i somebody who you know who believes and I, I mean people who don't think of god in a certain way or think about what is humanly right in a certain way someone who sees no wrong in stealing and whatever mm-hmm. would probably not be the best person to give me counsel yeah. around so when i mean values it's just beliefs core belief systems um and then someone who people are just genuine and honest yeah. i guess uh, um i i like people who are very progressive in thinking nice. progressive in then in the sense that we all know we are really trying to put in the work to be yeah. better people because i think that allows the longevity of oh, like friendships yeah. so that as i'm evolving you're also evolving and, and the health yeah and the healthy balance would be like even if we are evolving to complete opposites then yeah. you know that's okay but we've evolved nonetheless to our true self yeah. and so i think for me uh that that's primarily but i think something i've valued over the years is uh, friends that pray for me mm. i mean i cannot i cannot tell you how yeah. that has been helpful like majorly helpful mm. yeah i think it's it's a key thing yeah like for me i just have like one having like friends that affirm over me so it's yeah. like prayer too but yeah you know like for me for the past two three years that's something that's been key yeah. because i tend to doubt myself a lot yeah so, oh yeah, yeah. hype men oh my god yeah you need those guys you need you need they're like guys. what <laughs> she podcast i mean you need that is the guys. biggest podcast in the world what do you mean because like and the truth is god knows you so he yeah. sends those kind of people yeah. to you so like you just like for me so i need those kind of friends that yeah. will see what i don't see yeah. and be able to like understand for me i've gotten those friends who understand my quietness mm. you know they would know that this is something that's going on and even the, if they don't know you just find them speaking in line with whatever maybe you're sitting quiet about so for me i've really appreciated and i think like speaking like affirmative words over your friends like mm. it's it's a very great quality to have yeah. yeah i mean it's primarily one of the key things in the yeah. body to edify one another yeah to edify one another yeah. uh so now we're rounding we're going to the <laughs> we're rounding up the show mm-hmm. and uh okay so i what i our focus of um our areas of focus for this particular episode was just for us to like 
we did talk about like um how it is to strike a balance and mm. maybe to form connections and really do grieve like properly mm. and also let go and some of the things we've talked about. So um in in your perspective, do you think some of some of our past friendships or relationships can determine how we, you know, pursue other relationships or how we handle certain <sighs> very deep question. Yeah, because then my answer is a little bit here and there. Because I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. and then no. Because yeah. yes, in the sense that you know we are wired in such a way that our past experiences are supposed to teach us yeah. on how to make decisions in the future, genuinely, both positive yeah. and negative. Uh, but then I also remember that in scripture, there's the renewing of our of minds our mind. yeah. to look at things, see things from the way God sees God things sees from, it. as opposed yeah. to the way we see things. Um, but I guess how we, you know, again, I think this has been a controversial thing on the internet. Yeah. Uh, of I think it's a two-way street. Yeah. yeah. So also practice grace, but then walk in wisdom. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's a matter of, one thing I think I'm understanding is EQ is really important. Yeah. Uh, and when you say, when you mean, when I mean self-awareness is, um, sometimes I have to catch myself whether this is paranoia or mm-hmm. this is like a true like trigger for me to look out for. Yeah. One thing I don't do is, but I really try to master trusting my gut. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things don't need an explanation. That's true. Um, because I I'm I'm big in rationalizing, mm-hmm. so I always want like, a valid reason why a certain friendship shouldn't go on or why it should stay, but then what I've learned is that having that healthy um, state of mind yeah. where you could always check with yourself uh, and, and just with the Holy Spirit to find out, is this something that yeah. is, you know, just me operating from something that's of fear or is this something that is something of concern yeah. and, and intrinsically like deeper than I'm seeing it. So, yeah. Yeah. It is, I think maybe striking a balance. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to understand self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so for you, like for me, this is very, very, it's a very, very important question. <laughs> so for you, is setting healthy boundaries in friendship a good thing? Or how does that look like for you? Ooh, boundaries is everything. Everything. Ah, everything. <laughs> um, you know, it, I'd explain, like, for example, like now I'm in a space where I need to like, be in my own quiet mm-hmm. whatever and have friends who are trying to reach out to sort of connect and I'm like you know this is not the best time yeah. and and I have friends who know well I don't move like this I don't go here I don't do this uh, but also that comes from an awareness of things that most of the things I have boundaries for are primarily structured around my values Yeah, and, and I've realized when you articulate those things clearly to people Mm-hmm. people are able to appreciate that because yeah. it's not just a matter of doing a thing or certain things. Yeah. It's more that this thing is way bigger than um, the action, yeah. that it's intrinsically attached to something greater, which is primarily my value systems and, and things I'm aligning with God. So let me t- I, I honestly think uh, boundaries are everything because it helps create respect. It does. Um, and set expectations mm-hmm. for relationships. And it also helps for um, for effective communication when boundaries are crossed. Um, and even and 
because then there's some something to base this off. Yeah. Like here, and I think boundaries then are set based off what the context of the relationship is. Yeah, um, that's true. So intimate friendships, relationships at work, mm-hmm. friendships at church, friendships, um, social they, circles. They, I think they all need boundaries. They, yes. Yeah. So you set different expectations and different. So. I usually say if someone was to speak to someone who knows me, like maybe at work or in church, they all have different access to me. Yeah. yeah. There's a person who will tell you I take three, four days to reply a text. And there are those who will tell you if you write in two minutes, She's I'm going to reply. reply. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have many of those, if I'm being honest. Mm. And it's not that if I ever don't reply in two minutes, yeah, you know, the friendship is not legit. It's just mm. that... um. There are those who I know don't look for me like that. Mm. And so when they do, I know this is, yeah. I need to jump. And then there are those who are constantly there to the point where you're like, okay, well, this is not so, so serious, unless they claim that it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe boundaries is everything. Healthy boundaries. Healthy uh, boundaries. Uh, yeah, because also boundaries can be whatever, but yeah. healthy boundaries is. But I bad. think it's it's also important for you to know your boundaries and then, because it's actually for you. That's what yeah. I got to realize. Yes, boundaries yeah. are for you. It's not even for the other person. Yeah. It's for your everything. Mental, physical, spiritual. And then, like, um, there's, there's this thing. Red flags and green flags. Mm. So, for me, like, a red flag is when people don't, like, someone and doesn't, like, can't, when some, it comes uh, against, it, it triggers uh, yeah. the defense of your it, boundary. It triggers it, like, when someone doesn't respect that. Mm. You know, because... Mm. For someone who used, to, who used to be a yes person, yeah. if I tell you no now two times and you don't listen, I'm, I'm like, it goes off. I'm like, I've already told you no twice. Yeah. You should yeah. be like, no. And I'm, let me, we were talking this with my cousin um, this week and I said, the challenge is the friendships I struggle with mm-hmm. most with regards to being understood or being seen are friendships with people I knew in the past. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because those people are stuck in who I was. They're stuck there. and. I feel like their their minds are not changing too, and that's why it's been hard for them to like understand. That they they could have changed. The they, they they could have changed, but they yeah. don't think you have. You have changed. <laughs> so they're like, you tell them, oh, I don't want this. They're like, yeah. What do you mean? You what don't do you want mean? Because they know you used to like that, and I'm like, well. But you know, you- change is like a constant yes, thing. Yes. Everyone is changing. That's why. For me, I try to be in a state of, I know that person has changed one yeah. way or the other. Yes, yes, I know yes, I'm also yes. changing. Some I've seen, some I've not seen because some are really personal to them. So mm. it's for you to understand that everything is also happening to everyone as it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I, I, it's more, I think people need to do more work in self yeah. to do, and doing more work in self, because I know this has really been used in the secular world a lot, but mm. it's uh, primarily uh, coming in tune with self in god in god so like then that. you could be able to set that's i think that's the best way to set healthy mm-hmm. boundaries um because um when the bible talks about that god knows us so well that he he can even count the hairs yeah, on our head okay. oh, nice. so he knows how one thing is good for you and is not good for another mm-hmm. um and that's why people get offended when pastors say specific things that were mm-hmm. um mandated to them like if a, if a man of uh, of God says, you know, God said, you know, I can't have more than two kids. It's because God knows that person so well mm-hmm. that he would say, you know what, based off who I've created you to be and your call, 
this is not good for you. Mm-hmm. There are those. So the, when you when you really get in tune with com- com- communing with God, is you would have instructions that are for you, nice. just for you, mm-hmm. and they're not in the Bible. That's true. You know, because every time someone say, "So where did you get that in the Bible?" Uh, I'm like, "Well, God said." Amen. I fellowship. Mean, I was yeah. fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm saying that yeah. the awareness is coming from yeah. an understanding. And you know, you talking about that now, boundaries with God goes to our last question. You know, how does um having God at the center of our friendships, you know, look like? Because yeah. I feel like these days everyone keeps saying, you know, have God at the center of a any relationship of a relationship, maybe mm-hmm. like an intimate relationship, but they forget to know that. Maybe having God at the center of a friendship too mm. can actually enhance some certain things. Yeah. Uh, see, I... So, I know people say, how can two walk together unless they agree? Mm. But um, my responsibility as a Christian to be able to share the gospel to those who don't know yeah. um, is not primarily inclined to that. Every friendship I have is with Christians. And so, I've I've been able to say what a relationship centered on Christ is 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 primarily me being Christ-like, no. not that the other person is, I mean, we, we, we're we genuinely just communing and mm-hmm. praying together. It's, am I really a representation of who God yeah. wants me to be in any, any form of relationship? Mm. That's having God at the center because then God is my head. Yeah. Makes a rela- then it makes a difference when the communion yeah. is intimate because then we are now three. Because nice. now we agree. Yeah. Um, but then there are those where we are not in agreement. We are just in alignment. We don't need to agree. We can align. Mm. Yeah. And so so certain fr- my intimate friendships are for intimacy where we agree. Then there are those who are just in alignment because we are in a journey. We are in the world but not of the world. Yeah. And so whatever that looks like um, in terms of relationship, I, I don't need to, you don't need to be a Christian for me to do business with. We must align in value. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't need to be a Christian for me to work for your organization, but we must align in value. So yeah, in so. everything, you know how the Bible said, in all our getting, you should get understanding, Standing. knowledge, and mm. wisdom. And there's something that wisdom is not only in knowing what to do, it's knowing how to do what yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually, you gain knowledge, mm-hmm. then you gain understanding. Yeah. then you can apply wisdom. Yeah. Nice. So people like jumping and that's why application is a challenge. It's, yeah. Uh, but you have to understand if, if, if it's, if you cannot understand it, if circumstances are not written the way you read it, <laughs> you won't know what to do, mm-hmm. you know? And so understanding is really fundamental to get to wisdom. Understand what, what, what does it mean? What does it mean to you? What is yeah. the general value system around it? Then if scenarios change, whatever circumstances come, that value you will apply. Whether at your workplace or in your home, in your job, interacting with people, you are easily able to apply yeah. yourself. Yeah. The title, the topic, anything we've talked about, uh, mm. any advice, and just challenge someone out there this year. Since it's January, we're still in Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say um, focus... Purpose this year to be Christ-like. Mm. Um, and the reason is, and I think Christ-like meaning is walking in step with God. 
there's uh, there's the knowing we we live in a society where we know what is right but we don't do what is right mm. and and the challenge we have with that is because doing right is hard but if we focus on asking god to transform our lives all the things we were talking about um in terms of grieving friendships relationships yeah. um i was i was praying yesterday and i when in in my prayer i you know i i said many things but i called god many names in terms mm. of relationships not in terms of scripture yeah. in terms of relationships so he's a friend he's a father nice. he's a mother mm. to the those who don't have Mothers, yeah. he is and so when i when i was praying all those things now it's just to ex, uh, emphasize that if i want to be those things mm. if i want to be a friend if i want to be a uh, father mother mother yeah then me may the wisdom of god then transform me and renew my mind to become the best version of what those things are are required of me in the people that i meet yeah so that if someone experiences me as an employee they'll be they'd worship god yeah. that they have me as an employee and if someone experiences me as a spouse they would worship god because i am the god in in the relationship yeah. and if and and in 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 friendship that in the loneliness of a friend mm-hmm. they would see that i was there the godliness in in that aspect yeah and it's not working for the relationships but it's working in step with god so that i'm good for all those and i, I like say advice i would say was it's a more holistic approach to life as opposed to chasing things and mm-hmm. very uh societal things that constantly change mm-hmm. but transforming yourself is also in line with preparing for what's God's kingdom mandate yeah. nonetheless so when you make it something bigger than yourself it's easier to stick in step with because then even when situations and circumstances are changing you can still remain yeah. in in check with that that's nice yeah. putting god at the center you yeah. becoming more like god yeah I think yeah. it's it's uh you know if we all take steps to making ourselves better we can make a, like a better world better yeah. friendships yeah. and not break a lot of people too. <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah. Talk of healthy ones. Yeah, healthy ones. Yeah, yeah if we leaving all people take, healthy then we yeah, found them. Yeah, we found them. That's good. You know and I, I just feel like there's a there's a wave going on like especially I don't know if it's because of the pandemic Mm-hmm. But since after the pandemic I feel like everyone has taken steps not only to getting healthier physically but mm-hmm. also mentally spiritually you can see people draw closer to God like since after the pandemic and then yeah. people are working on themselves getting into therapy yeah. talking out issues like like having their families together again like making healthy friendships I just feel like everyone is on that part of I want to be a better person yeah, yeah but there's also a risk that yeah <laughs> the risk to that is um because people are seeking knowledge mm. and are seeking wisdom mm. and understanding and yeah, so, so the problem with that is we genuinely have people who are out there uh feeling like they've come to life mm. and an awareness of the light mm. which is um not the light of god so yeah. it's a dim light that could easily be put off by anything and so that's why i'm saying being that in this world where people are seeking is very mm. important yeah and it, that 
I am very sensitive in the self-awareness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it comes to mind, body, soul. Yeah. Because that means different things to many people. Different things to many people. Yeah, so therapy is one thing. Um, but then what? Uh, God outside of therapy is not going to help. Yeah, Christian yeah, therapy. Yeah. I think I should have said that properly. <laughs> yeah. And so, to be honest, um, one of the challenges I've had is, is um, I don't like a therapist Bible thumping for me, my issues. Mm-hmm. But I like a therapist whose values are aligned with my issues. Yeah. So and they, also if they're like constantly looking into the word, because from my experience, anything that comes from their mouth is from the, the Bible. Yeah. It's biblical, and it's not like she's just telling you go out there and change the world. No, like yeah. So for me, that's why I could actually sit down and then learn and then do whatever mm. because it's really like helping like mentally yeah. also physically and so many other things yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. you should seek like the right type of wisdom right yeah. type of knowledge and also like what she said like seek on becoming more like god yeah like, know your creator not just you like because the beginning of it is seeking first the kingdom of god yeah and then everything shall be added. added so that's that's the foundation like you could you could there are very many physically um i would say society based uh, fit people f- uh, mentally mm. fit but very empty yeah soul wise yeah and so um just to make sure that we right now we've got a lot of people into fitness i i go to the gym i when i see people i'm constantly telling my trainer how that guy mm-hmm. has self esteem issues and you yeah. say why I'm like it's too much on the mirror <laughs> um and and it's not I, I know it sounds terrible saying this but you can tell someone's brokenness by some of the things people do yeah. and that's why I'm saying we need Jesus we need Jesus and all these things are great but mind body soul what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and but then lose his soul, his soul? Yeah. so mind body and soul soul is the epitome of everything and yeah. seeking that seeking that is the basis of wholeness mm. um and being whole for other people it's difficult to love outside of god that's true it's a hard job to yeah. be selfless yeah you cannot you cannot do it you like cannot without god without the no. holy spirit you cannot do it no but we are selfish beings mm. is the is i i am i'm usually telling people see i am, i don't do right and i'm not a good person because i'm a good person mm. i'm a good person because in my weakness yeah god shows up yeah. there are things i don't do because i fear god nice. and meaning i love on people because the love i've received from god, god. i is unexplainable mm. and the how i've received it is through people around me yeah people who i if genuinely i would say I didn't deserve it mm. and that's that's foundationally why i'm saying i know it sounds very cliche saying you know um be conformed to the things of god uh but it, that's the only way to not be conformed to the things of this world um and it's the only way to be able to pour in from, from a full cup uh because i think it's in the book of psalms that the scripture talks about um that uh, i think david was saying how um god has filled his cup mm, to overflow. overflow yeah and and that is it and the my cup it says my cup runneth over mm. yeah um yeah okay praise the lord so guys <laughs> yeah i just want to say very big thank you to ivy for you know i promised her 50 minutes but then we we get what we get 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, what we get. She said I'm a good talker, which meant <laughs> I talk a lot. But this, like, I, I, I know I'm going to listen to this maybe five or six times because I was so blessed doing it. Oh. So I'm really so grateful. And I want to oh. say thank you for your time, your day. Like, I, I, I'm humbled. I mean, like, thank you so much for sharing. And I'm going to have you again in the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. the only day. <laughs> yeah, so you probably also then should be on my podcast. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, that's good. Yes. So, yes, let's not say I have a podcast on this show so that people don't say? go look for it. Um, uh, the only place you can find me is on YouTube because um, yeah, so. I have some videos, but they're old. And my perspective, as I've said, 2016 and me now, those are two different yeah, two people. Different people. But yeah. I, I'm going to have her links down in the yeah. show notes yeah. to her Instagram. Yeah. And do you want your podcast link there also? Uh, let's not put my podcast. <laughs> My podcast link is on my Instagram, so if you well, find when, your way. When, when she gets, yeah, yeah, find your way to Instagram yeah. and then connect to the yeah. podcast and everything yeah. that Ivy is about. But I'm so grateful to you. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing from your heart. Yeah. And guys, I really just encourage you to listen to this episode over and over again. If yeah. you want to take down notes, please take down notes. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> So I always encourage you guys, you know, um, the Instagram is open and also the email is always there. Send in your questions. Thank you guys for sending in your questions. And if you just need someone to talk to, please, I'm here. You can hit up in the in the Instagram. So God bless you so much for listening to the end. You know, someone was telling me the other day, I, actually, I was like, you listened to the end? I said, yes, I sat through one hour. I was like, praise yeah. God. Yeah, I listened to one hour and a half podcast. So yeah. I, I think it depends on the kind of content. It but depends. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I go like two hours, so yeah. I don't complain. So yeah. but then, guys, we love you so much. And we really pray that this episode does... Um, it does bless you. And if maybe the topic does raise some issues, uh, like I said, Instagram is there. You can, we can always talk it out. So God bless you. And next week again. <laughs> Bye. Bye.